Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, police misconduct across the nation is costing billions of dollars, according to an exclusive report by The Washington Post. Well, joining us is actually the writer himself, Keith Alexander, crime reporter at The Washington Post. Thank you so much for breaking down uh, this, you know, investigative uh, piece that you took part in. Thank you very much for having me on your show, Sharon. I appreciate it. Oh, it's Ryan. I know I sound like a woman. Oh, but it's right. Like, oh, no, Lord, I'm so sorry. no, no, no. It's okay. It happens. We're a queer station, and, and sexuality and gender is fluid. <laughs> and I, and I'm the woman with the deeper voice. <laughs> oh, okay. Now, how are you doing? Okay. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> now let's get let's get into this conversation because the Post collected data. Um, obviously, you collected data on nearly forty thousand payments at twenty five of the nation's largest police and sheriff's departments within the past decades, documenting more than three point two billion spent to settle claims. I guess to start start here, because that's a lot of information, what originally inspired this investigation? You know, Ryan, this was this is something that we've been looking at for a while. Um, one of my colleagues who I, who, I, who I work with, Steve Rich, he's our database editor here at the Washington Post, and his idea was, can we identify the nation's most expensive police officer? That, that was the the original uh, thought behind this article, you know, maybe we can go through some some records and find out these officers who across the country has been the subject of, you know, multi million dollar losses. You know, we've heard about officers who were the subject of losses, of, of course, you know, George Floyd or Breonna Taylor and things of that nature, and where the person was killed. But what about officers who um, rack up mm-hmm. multiple lawsuits? Because oftentimes those cases are not made public. Those cases are not taking over the headlines in, in the media. And what we found was not as, we, we were surprised. We thought this information would be easy to find, right? We, mm-hmm. we spent, we thought it would take about, you know, three, four, five months to do. It took an entire year. We had wow. to comb through court records, uh, federal court records, city documents, uh, police records, because there is no, every, every city and sheriff's department and county either doesn't keep the records doesn't tie the records or the settlements to the police officer, doesn't keep track of that information. It, it was all over the place. So sometimes the name of the police officer is nowhere mm-hmm. but in the body of the lawsuit. So it took us a long time to try to find out, okay, which of these cities 
has the an officer been a subject of multiple lawsuits wow. resulting in millions of dollars. So it really took over 12 months to find this information. Yeah, and I find it interesting because a lot of the times when these instances do bubble up and officers, if, if they are let go, they just hop over to the next county and start working as an officer there. Now, I want to know when you all were doing this investigation, were there any patterns or general themes that you noticed or what was the most surprising thing that was uncovered for you? Oh, wow. That's a great question. You know, um, Detroit really jumped out at me um, uh, because this was, if people read the article, I'm sure you read the article, you know, the lead example, the lead anecdote is an officer who um, got a a search warrant for a house um, where they had been told by an informant that there was drug dealing going in the house. Well, the officer put the wrong address in the police warrant, in the search warrant, and went into this house, and the officers fairly shot the dog, Mm -hmm. which was a a Labrador. Um, And the the homeowners looked at the the warrant and said, you are at the wrong house. This is the house next door. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, the dog is lying, dying down down there. Oh, my gosh. Um, And this officer, the officer would not talk to me, but... In um, uh, a deposition in the lawsuit, this officer admitted to killing 10 to 12 officers, sorry, 10 to 12 dogs um, during his career. There is this in Detroit. like a kink? Like, what the heck? Why are you killing all these dogs? That, I mean, this is just, <laughs> you know, aw- I mean, it's awful. It's aw- and then what's also interesting is that in one of the, um, you know, when, because a dog was killed, they had to fill out a, a, a city report uh-huh. uh, notarizing what happened. And in the report, they identified the Labrador as a pit bull. Wow. And they said the Labrador was growling and showing teeth. Well, how many Labradors growl and show teeth? Yeah. Um, I've never seen it. And so it, that was very interesting. This officer, this officer um, who, who was part of this, this search, who filled out the search warrant, had been sued more than a dozen times um, wow. during his career. Now, you brought up a very good point. A lot of these officers end up leaving. Well, this officer in Detroit is now with the Oakland Sheriff Department about a half hour away from Detroit. So you hit the nail right on the head. These officers often, they leave one department and go straight to another. Yeah, and we're talking to crime reporter Keith Alexander from the Washington Post about this incredible investigative piece. And, you know, I just can't help but think, of course, advocates are, you know, calling for more transparency in these cases like these. But what is the view of people who are defenders of the police? What well, are they saying? That's a great question. And they're saying, you know, this is a very key, a key point. Remember, these are settlements based on allegations. And the, the police are basically saying, look, you can't judge these officers based off of allegations. There has not been any finding of fault by a judge or a jury. And so these are merely allegations. And so the, the labor unions are telling us, you can't use these lawsuits based on allegations as a way to discipline officers, as a way to fire or remove officers, because, again, there's been no finding mm-hmm. of accuracy regarding these allegations. Wow. And so, that makes sense. So, you know, and so, so now you have this quandary of, well, you have an officer with 12 uh, lawsuits all around involving um, excessive force or wrongful arrest. They're just allegations. There's been no finding of fault. Yeah. What do we do with that? 
So well, that's the that's the issue here. Well, okay, Keith, we're I mean, we're so interested in this conversation that we're gonna keep this going because there's one officer in your piece in Philadelphia that I had a hundred and forty three settlements. Me. Excuse and me. And we wanna dive in more on that. So that's coming up next. Do not go anywhere because Keith is gonna break it down from the Washington Post. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, we're back, and we're speaking with Keith, who did uh, Keith Alexander, a crime reporter at The Washington Post, um, that did a great investigative piece uh, talking about the cost of police misconduct and how it's been uncovered. And it honestly, it carries a billion-dollar price tag to these communities. Thank you so much for being back with us. It's my honor. Thank you again for having me. Yeah, so before the break, I mentioned about this officer in Philadelphia who, I mean, one officer alone had 143 settlements. Mm. How does this continue, I mean, to happen when, you know, how are these departments responding to something like that? And and Because it, it clearly seems like these people aren't losing their job after the 100th one. <laughs> well, here's the, the, the thing. Um, in Philadelphia, there was about a half dozen officers who were indicted back in 2014 i believe um for for theft and 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 um uh, placing you know evidence removing evidence and, and and planting evidence and things of that nature they went to trial 
um, you know, one officer testified against them, saying that these officers were bad cops and we were all part of this ring of of stealing drugs and stealing money from drug dealers and and planting evidence. And this is one of the officers um, that you're referring to. Well, they went to trial um, and they were acquitted. They were found not guilty of all these charges and they were rehired by the police department. The the union uh, forced the the department to rehire these officers. Now, once this information became public in 2014 about the indictments, guess what happened? Yeah, individuals who were arrested by these officers filed lawsuits. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Dozens and dozens and dozens of lawsuits began pouring into the city because these officers were involved in these cases. So that's what happened. Wow. Um, the officer you're referring to was part of those the, those uh, a half dozen who were arrested, um, and all those individuals who were uh, locked up or who were acquitted flooded the uh, the city courts with lawsuits against the officer. You know, as we're having this conversation, I can't help but to think about the exonerated five in Central Park and also the the murder of Freddie Gray, who we know was in a police mm-hmm. van and sustained mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. life altering well it killed him yeah he was transported yeah. in a police van yeah. and was you know right. um so i guess yeah, I, my... I covered that I, I covered that the whole freddie gray the, the civic <laughs> uprising the civil oh, wow. uprising that was a back yeah, in that, was, that was an exhausting time yeah. that was wild because he sustained life like he sustained those injuries that took his life so i guess my question is what is the determining and i, and I know this may be you know case by case but what is the breaking point at what point does you know the these uh, officers or these precincts or the bosses or whatever just dispose of the of the officer? If you have 143 settlements, at what point do they just wash their hands of you? Like, well, is there a that's number? A good <laughs> yeah, that's that's a, that's a good question. I mean, w- during our investigation, we did not find any officers who were uh, terminated. Mm. Uh, terminating an officer takes a lot. What we did find. Um, for example, in Chicago, um, we were investigating this officer who, um, uh, Armando Ugarte, who was the subject of, I think, I believe, 16 lawsuits during that time period of 2010 and 2020. Uh, while we were reporting uh, the story, we learned that the, uh, the officer was basically reassigned um, and not really having any contact with the public. Um, this is an officer who, who was part of a, uh, a, a drug unit um, and, again, subject of all 16 lawsuits. Um, they took him off of the pub, of, of being on the streets. Um, and uh, so what happens really is you know, sometimes these officers will still be employed, but they are moved to a different beat or yeah. moved to another They're assignment. at the high schools patrolling. Yeah. <laughs> well, here, here's the thing, because we have about 30 seconds, and I want to wrap this up with the question that I always I, I comes up for me when we're having these type of discussions is, uh-huh. who's your intended audience? Who is this conversation for when it comes to this type of investigative reporting? Because it clearly, That's if you are a person part. of color or black in this country, you already know about you know the, the police and, and the systems mm-hmm. that we, we navigate. Mm-hmm. In. But who is this for when you're thinking about it and reporting on this? You know, this story, I think, is for everyone. I think the story is for the public. Tax, I think it's a story for taxpayers. You know, people who are seeing where their tax funds and their monies are going and, and not, go, not being aware that these are their officers in their communities where their money is, is covering these, these settlements. 
mm-hmm. um, to them, to police officers who are saying, look, we are doing the best we can. And we wish that the city wouldn't settle these lawsuits, that the city would instead go to court and fight on our behalf so we can prove and clear our name yeah. um, on, on behalf of the victims who are saying, here, no, I lost my dog. I, I had a police officer put a gun to my head. Um, wow. And alleged something that didn't happen. Yeah. So I think just these articles are written for everyone. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate the work that you put into this, you and your colleagues. This is uh, Keith Alexander, crime reporter at the Washington Post. Please head over to the Washington Post to, to read in depth this incredible investigative piece. Thank really you for being here. Thank you both. Thank you both for having me. I really do appreciate it. All right. Coming up, we have uh, top of the hour news and President Biden is announcing about how many troops he's about to mobilize along the Russian border. Find out more coming up next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 